0: Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best's Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, editor of Best's Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Joining me is Brendan Noonan from our communications team. We're pleased to have with us today attorney Daniel Rabb from the Daniel W. Rabb PA law firm in Miami, Florida. Dan has practiced law for over 20 years. He has authored the book, Transportation Terms and Conditions, and is also a contributing author to Goods in Transit, which is considered the leading transportation treatise. He is also an adjunct professor in insurance law and a commenter on various insurance law-related issues. We're pleased to have you with us this morning, Dan.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Our topic this morning centers on a dispute between two insurance companies, Horace Mann Insurance Company, and Star National Insurance Company, and issues related to the topic of other insurance clauses. Brendan Noonan leads off today with our first question. Uh, Yes, Dan, uh, what is an other insurance clause, and how does it
1: relate to this case? Okay, in this particular case, one of the issues that was raised is sometimes you will have two insurance companies, and in order to determine Uh, which provides primary coverage, you, you have to take a look to see what these other insurance clauses say. They'll typically have a line that'll say that either that they become excess if there's other primary or similar coverage, or there are some other clauses that might say that they're pro rata, that is that they will share in the coverage with any other similarly situated Insurance company. Uh, In addition to excess and pro rata clauses, there's another type of clause called an escape clause, which states that if there is any other type of insurance providing coverage for the same incident or property, that the insurance company then escapes any and all responsibility for payment. Uh, How does this relate to, to this particular case? Okay. This was one of the issues that was brought up by Horace Mann and also by the other insurance company, General Star National Insurance Company. What Horace Mann was contending was that they were a similarly situated insurance company to General Star National Insurance Company. What's interesting in this case, and it's still worth reading because it gives a good explanation of the different type of other insurance clauses, is that both insurance companies were contending that uh, they were excess against the other. And in this particular case, the court decided that, in fact, General Star National Insurance Company was, in fact, a real excess insurance carrier, and Horace Mann Insurance Company, in fact, became the primary insurer. Horace Mann was contending that they were similarly situated insurers, but the court disagreed with that analysis. Another concept to keep in mind is if you have a real excess insurance clause or an umbrella clause, or rather, I should say, insurance policy, then that becomes Excess over any primary policy, regardless of whether or not there's an other insurance clause in the primary policy.
0: Dan, what happens if two insurance carriers have the same other insurance clause?
1: Okay. Uh, typically, what happens, in the majority view is that, for example, if you have two excess insurance clauses, uh, then they will cancel each other out, in a sense, and then they each become liable up to the, in proportion to the amounts of their insurance. So in other words, if let's say you have a policy, there's $15,000 worth of damages and you have two policies that cancel each other out and the limit of responsibility on one policy is 50000 and and 100000 on the other, then the insurance companies would pay in proportion to the coverage that is 10000 by one and 5000 by another. Now, some other situations that you want to be aware of is what happens if you have a pro-rata clause and an excess clause. In the state of Florida, and in most jurisdictions, the pro-rata clause will become primary, and it's kind of unfortunate, but that's the way the law is, that the insurance company that says, well, we're going to be fair about this and pay our fair portion will, in fact, become the primary insurer. With regard to escape clauses, uh, the jurisdictions uh, vary with that. In some instances, they may say that there's absolutely no coverage with two escape policies, or they may say that this is absolutely ridiculous and make them both provide coverage.
0: Uh, What is an escape clause?
1: Okay, an escape clause is another form of another insurance clause which states that if there is any type of other insurance on the same coverage, that the insurer escapes any responsibility for paying anything. And in some instances, Uh, If you have an escape clause and an an excess clause, then it could even make the excess clause to be the primary insurer with the escape clause providing no insurance.
0: uh, Why are these important to insurance carriers?
1: Well, I, I think they need to closely examine their own policies because they have to know what they're underwriting and what they're anticipating. If you are putting in these pro rata clauses, the insurance carrier should be very aware that if they wind up insuring uh, something with another carrier that has an excess clause, then they're going to be on the hook for the primary insurance and they should charge their rates accordingly. I mean, there are instances where this can come up and where I've seen it come up, and in addition to the case that we're talking about where I've seen it come up a lot is on some commercial general liabilities and homeowner policies. You have a section where, for a watercraft, it might appear on the homeowners and the commercial general liability policy, and there could be a marine policy as well. So you could wind up having two types of coverage that are overlapping. So you want to make sure when you take into account your underwriting. Uh, that you account for this, and I strongly recommend that unless an insurance company wants to be stuck as the only primary insurance insurer, that they use an excess insurance policy, or in some jurisdictions they, they use escape clauses, but that can be a little tricky.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Dan. Any other points you want to address this morning?
1: No, I would say that that would be the major points. The, the other thing to emphasize, which was raised in the Horace Mann Insurance Company, is that these clauses don't come into play unless you have similarly situated insurance companies. In other words, if you're a true excess or umbrella insurance carrier, uh, the courts are not going to consider the other insurance clauses in terms of assessing the responsibility of a policy that was intended to be the primary insurance.
0: Okay, thanks very much this morning, Dan. We really appreciate it.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: That was Daniel Rabb from the Daniel W. Rabb PA law firm in Miami, Florida. Special thanks to Brendan Noonan from our communications team and to our producer, Brian Cohen. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, visit podcast.insuranceattorneysearch.com or go to online directories such as iTunes or Google or Yahoo's podcast directory. And if you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ams.com. I'm John Zuba, joined by Brendan Noonan, and now this message.